Hi, welcome back to Franny Tings. Not making that mistake again. But anyways, welcome back to Franny Tings. Today we're gonna get into the topic of creative inspiration and staying consistent. Um, so one of the questions I get asked a lot is how do I stay so consistent with my podcast? Um, and I wanted to get into it. There's a lot of methods that I use, and there's a lot of things that I've learned along my journey um, of trying to stay consistent with one thing. I feel like this is the first thing that I've been successful at staying consistent with. Um, that i've taken upon this journey so let's get into it so first of all i wanted to get into all the failed (laughs) attempts that i have made trying to be consistent so um along my journey when i first started getting more creative i feel like i try to embark on a lot of different um quests i felt like i try to do um a youtube channel that um You know, I did attempt, but um, I could never stay consistent. And the reason why I feel um, is one of the first things that I wanted to get into, which is like perfectionism. I feel like I always had to be in the right headspace. I always had to make it a certain day to edit or to like, you know, try my best to make this perfect um i felt like i had to make sure that i had time to like market myself and do all these things that like you know made something so perfect and in reality um i'm here to tell you that you're not always gonna start knowing everything and you're not always going to start with all the right tools even for my podcast there's a lot of things that i want to do and i feel like i don't even have all the tools yet um Luckily, like, you know, I work in the environment of where I'm doing my podcast, so I'm very blessed for that. But there's been a lot of things that I feel like um, I didn't have, you know, that I've eventually caught up with. So the first thing is not everything's going to be perfect. And don't be so hard on yourself, you know, comparing yourself to people that have been doing this for years. I feel like that's another thing that stopped me from doing my YouTube channel was that um, I would compare myself to like Emma Chamberlain. I would compare compare myself to like Shane Dawson um you know there was so many other people so many YouTubers that I would compare myself to and I'll be like yeah like you know I just don't have time like I just can't be like them and then I would like sell myself short and you know if I just looked at it in a way that I'm like, let me edit because I'm, um, I just want to have fun, you know, that would, I feel like I would be more consistent than looking at it as like, oh fuck, I need to do, um, these three videos a week. So then that way I can reach the goal like Emma Chamberlain. And sometimes it's not that way. Sometimes you just want to have fun with it. So that is one of the first things that I wanted to talk about was not everything has to be perfect. Um, you know, you're always going to learn things along the way, as long as you start, you know, Some people get caught in the action of like, oh, I need to have a logo. I need to have a color palette. I need to have this. I need to have that in order to start what I want to start. And it's like, that's not necessarily true. Just start, you know, everything is baby steps. And from one day to the next, you're not going to be famous. You're not going to reach that amount of followers that you want. Whatever your project is, it's not going to happen from one day to the next. And that all takes time. And that's something that I definitely had to learn along the way. Everything takes time and not everything is going to be the way that you envision it to be. And you should not compare yourself 
to anyone that's already in the position, I guess, where you want to be, of course, you can look up to them, but don't compare yourself because obviously there's nothing to compare. We're all on our individual journey. And that's something that we all have to understand. That's something that I'm still learning till this day. I feel like I look up to a lot of people and there's certain people that I've been working towards something that they've already achieved, but you know, that's they, maybe their calling, you know, maybe that's their timing, but I have my own timing and I know that I'm meant to be exactly where I'm, where I am today. So that's something that we also have to look at, um, in the overall image. So another thing, um, that I feel like has, help me get more creative is honestly I know this is gonna sound cheesy but like creating a routine for myself and um I feel like self-care is something that I really hold a lot of value to and this is something that I've talked about in a previous podcast like I talked all about like self-care and um you know making time for yourself but I really do think that is where um I'm able to recharge now I do think everyone has different ways of recharging. Um, some people are extroverts in the sense that they feel like they can recharge their energy by being with other people and maybe absorbing their energy. Um, and there's like introverts, right? So I personally feel like I recharge in an introverted way because there's only a very few people that I can maybe count with one hand of who I feel comfortable um, being around when I'm at like a low point or where I feel like I need to recharge. And usually when I need to recharge, I am not this persona. Like I'm not like, hi, like all the fucking time. And I'm not like always goofy. I'm only human, you know, and I have my days where I just want to like deplete and I'm just tired and I just like want to like watch Netflix all day like you know I have those days and sometimes I feel like when I have those days I can't be around certain people because they expect the hi and the funny version of Franny and sometimes I feel like I can't be that all the time so there's a very few amount of people that I feel comfortable being like I call it like all Frannies, like, you know, the Franny that is has low energy and then the Franny that has a high energy that they accept all versions of me. Um, and that uh, I feel like is very hard to find. So most of the time I feel like I recharge my energy energy. <laughs> my energy by hanging out with those people or honestly just being completely alone um i feel like i really value my alone time and it's because i feel like i don't have to have that front that i have or i don't have to worry about being on time or you know being this way um to please others around me and that's like people pleasing vibes but like you know that's another episode that i have like you know it's, i think it's called like uh I honestly forgot. I've already recorded so many episodes. Like, I'm just so consistent. Uh -huh -huh. But anyways. Um, so, yeah, there's different types of way of recharging your energy. But just know, I think it's really important um, to schedule in those self-care days and schedule in time for yourself. Um, because that is really going to help you get into the creative headspace that you need. Um, and I also want to address that not 
you're not always going to be creative all the fucking time. Like, which is something that, um, again, I'm still learning. You know, sometimes I have like really huge waves of, cre- of creativity where like I am doing like three photo shoots or like three photo shoots, a podcast, a video, like are directing this one thing, you know, in one month. And then all of a sudden the next month I literally have like two things and like even those two things like i'm not fully driven about um so creativity comes in waves and i feel like um when you're at a point where you're maybe not that creative that's totally okay and it's okay to like live in that space that you're like maybe i just need to like vibe for a little bit you know um but at the same time, I feel like sometimes when you feel like, oh, maybe I just need to vibe, that is a good wake up call for you to focus on um, your why of why you started, you know, the project that you started or why you're taking on this business journey. Um, so that's the next topic I want to get into is your why, you know, why do you want to take on this one role or why do you want to take on this project that you need to be consistent with. Um, For me personally, uh, I can give the example of my podcast. It means a lot to me. I think it's like one of my top priorities right now. I always make time for it no matter what. Even when I am lacking creativity, I feel like I always find a way to think of a topic or get a topic out there, like, you know, whatever it is, because I know at the end of the day, my why. And for me, my why is... I feel like all my life, I've always wanted other people to feel like they can relate. You know, I've always wanted everyone to feel comfortable being themselves. And I feel like what I was trying to do for my YouTube channel is show like that, you know, it's okay to be goofy. It's okay to have no makeup on sometimes. It's okay to just be you. Like, honestly, it's okay to be you. And, um, I feel like I really struggled with that growing up. And when I finally found my voice, I'm like, wow, I want to like spread how I feel to everybody. And um, another thing that I feel like uh, I've always wanted to achieve in this life is to really understand like the different walks of life. Um, I feel like I have a lot of gratitude and I'm very thankful for the people that um, in my life that have experienced so many different things you know like so many different life experiences and i i get so eager to learn about them because it's like you know everyone is so different yet it's so beautiful how people how people's perspective is on life because of the experiences that they've been through um so for me if i can provide a platform for those people to share those experiences and also maybe get that same emotion that I feel when other people are telling me about their experiences, I want to go ahead and do that. You know, um, I feel like there are certain things uh, that I have said that a lot of people have related to. And I feel like I've had other people on my podcast, like Mariana. Um, she talked about how she didn't have kidneys for six years and how that motivated her into being the person she is today. Johnny, you know, he has um, DVT and like with that condition, you know, he 
had a huge wake up call and like you know that really did i feel like change his perspective and view of life and um a lot of people you know related to that story and i feel like that's such a beautiful thing um and i just want people to feel like they're not alone um i feel like a long time in my life i always felt like i was very secluded because of the type of person i was i was very out there and like you know i really didn't give a fuck at one point in my life you know like I was just out there you know I was being me and I feel like a lot of people didn't accept me for that so once I started you know seeing other people on the internet kind of having the same personality as me I'm like oh shit like I'm not alone like look at all these people like they don't give a fuck like I don't give a fuck so therefore like bitch period and it's like I just want people to have like a safe space like sometimes people can't even feel like they're at home you know and that's a sucky feeling like I would never want anyone to feel like judged or criticized or anything and I feel like if I can provide that home to people that is like literally my goal and I don't really do this you know to get money I literally don't make money from this at all like as of right now you know knock on wood like it gets picked up and shit but as of right now i'm not really profiting financially from it but i am profiting and how much joy it brings me every time i record an episode every time i release an episode the amount of feedback i get you know sometimes i might not get feedback at all from my episode like from other people and i find that okay because at the end of the day i know why i'm doing this and i know why you know it keeps me moving forward you know um so that is my why and every single time i find myself struggling and like trying to be like fuck what's another topic i can think of or you know like damn i have to like catch up on my episodes i always remember my why and it just makes it so much easier for me to edit it makes me so much easier for me to be doing this recording this you know um i always find a way to make it happen because i know how much it means to me to get my message out there and how much it means um yeah and how much it means to me you know like i feel like eventually um it will get to where i want it to get to you know i definitely want you know a bigger audience and like get sponsored by like better help and psychology today and like hello fresh like ah, like all these fucking brands that i'd be listening to on other people's podcasts but um i know it will get there because of my why and because of why i'm doing this the intention of where i want to be and why i want to get there um so with that being said um another way of trying to stay consistent is whenever you're feeling that like uh like the struggle and that's totally okay too i don't want you guys to think that like you know it's not okay to feel those things it's totally fine but just remember your why and remember why you even started this project and sometimes which <laughs> has happened to me many times i have like literally a list of projects here that i never finish sometimes the why isn't strong enough to keep going it's kind of like a like a toxic relationship a little bit like you're in it and you're like oh my god i'm so excited but then as you're like continuing to go with this you know new idea or this new project you're like hmm like maybe it's not what i expected it to be and that's totally okay like we have to be okay with failure and we have to be okay with like scratching ideas and starting fresh because most of the time um for example like video editing most of the time when i 
have like a timeline and in my head like i have this huge idea and i get down to it and i actually start editing it like it's nothing like what i wanted it to be and i have to learn how to scratch it and start from the beginning and most of the time when i start from the beginning it's literally way better than the original idea i even started with so for all the creators out there it's okay to start from the beginning and let go of that project sometimes it's not worth it sometimes it's not worth all the time you're stressing over and you're like yeah but fuck i've been working on this for six months like who cares if you've been working on it for six months if you're not motivated to do it and you've lost all motivation scratch that shit do something new or you know reinvent it um that is totally okay and i want to list some of the things that i have failed (laughs) to attempt to sticking to like and being consistent with so one of them being my youtube channel i know you guys are like bitch but aren't you on youtube right now yes but i have made other youtube channels that i really did try to be like a youtuber like comment like subscribe i do have a few videos on this channel that i am doing that but those are like the better ones you know that's like more when i'm like okay maybe i can do this but before like it was very sporadic like i would upload like once every six months so that is where (laughs) i kind of fell short um i also um had this covid documentary so if you don't know and you're just tuning in now i had covid i was covid positive back in july of 2020 it's now 2021 right yeah um and i was in an efficiency in my own house for like around a month and i experienced a breakup i experienced um my birthday in total isolation which was really hard for me so you know me being i guess like a filmmaker and me being a creative bitch i was like let me document it let me document myself crying and what i'm gonna eat and like literally every step of the way i documented it and um after i got out of covid i started editing it together and every time i watch it i cringe because (laughs) i'm crying a lot is one and two like i don't know like just i'm so vulnerable and there's nothing wrong with that there is nothing wrong with being vulnerable but for me it's just like something that is really hard to watch and i'm really thinking about revisiting it and maybe making it a little better because it is something that i want to eventually showcase i know i talked about it on my podcast but it's another thing seeing it because when i watch that video it's really really hard to watch because um I feel like that version of myself is now dead. (laughs) And when I watch that version of myself, I feel like really bad for her. Like I feel really bad for that Franny that went through all these things. Um, And like, I feel like that version is like, you know, is since it is kind of dead, it's like I mourn that version. And it's like, oh, like, you know, I feel really bad for her. But point is, is that um, that is one of the things. And I'm not saying that I might not trash it completely. Maybe when I have the strength to revisit it, I will. But that's another one. Another idea. Well, I've had a, a short film that I never made. Um, and I also talk about that in another podcast that I have. And, um, the reason I never made it was, uh, due to COVID as well. (laughs) My film four class eventually got canceled. We didn't end up making our films because of COVID, but you know, either way I could have had the motive of still making it, but I just never did. And like the theme of the story, like I just didn't really care for it anymore. So I deaded it. Um, and then I've, 
I've shot so many things. <laughs> so many things that i are just sitting on a hard drive that i have not edited like edited yeah like video editing whatever <laughs> um there was like an adidas spec commercial that i shot that i never edited and i tried going back to it actually a couple months later and i'm like ew like i literally have no inspiration to like do this anymore and I honestly think that's totally okay. And it's literally the process of creativity. And sometimes you're not always going to win. Not every project is going to be a win, you know, and that's totally fine. But you learn from each project. That's something that, you know, I do take pride in is you really do learn from each thing. Um, so the next thing I want to get into, <laughs> which is my favorite, is planning and organizing. I totally just fit so much saying that. Wow. Yeah, my mouth is a little moist, but um, planning and organizing. Now, I feel like <laughs> people are going to laugh when they hear this, but I'm a very big planner and a very big organizer. And the reason why is, um, well, OK, actually, let me backtrack. OK, so I believe that the reason why I'm a big planner and organizer, like the root of it and like the psychology behind it is because um, when I was little um, or there's been a lot of situations that have not been in my hands um, and when I don't have control over the situation, I feel like um, things get out of hand and I feel like there are better resolutions to solve those situations, right? So once I started to gain independence, I was like, okay, if I can avoid these situations, I will, <laughs> So basically, planning and organization comes from trauma. So when you see someone that is always on time, that is always very organized, that is a very like big planner, it usually comes from the unsteadiness or like the fear of unsteadiness, um, like due to like some type of trauma. So that is a psychology version of it, but it does help me a lot. <laughs> it's a blessing in disguise, but it does really help me a lot because I'm able to see my month ahead of time. And, you know, I'm starting to understand that not everything I planned for will happen or I will get around to and that's OK. But as long as I'm making efforts to do so. So I want to show you guys um, my calendar so then that way you can kind of see what I mean. I'll probably put pictures here of closer things, but just so you can get a gist. I know it looks fucking crazy right now. Um, that's basically a gist of how I organize myself. I am the type of person that I literally have to see what um, and write like all my plans and all my to-do lists and all my dates because it makes me feel a little bit more secured. And when I write things down, I tend to remember more. Um, so... This is like kind of like a gist of my calendar. I'll put like a better picture. Then on top of my calendar, I have my to-do list. <laughs> I know my notebook is like really bad. It was broken, but I'm also going to put a picture of this, but just like a gist. So I also have to-do list. So my to-do list, I break into different categories. Um, so I have my podcast to-do list, um, which there I have, uh, I have it organized by episodes and what I need to do for each episode. Now I do want to tell you guys, when I first started this podcast, it was a little hard for me. Um, and I felt very overwhelmed because there were so many things I had to do 
Um, so to give you a gist of the, some of the things I do for my podcast is I record it. Um, sometimes I'll have help, but let's say, for example, today I'm doing this solo. I set up the lights, you know, um, so I record it. Then after I record it, I um, edit it. So editing consists of merging the audio and the footage. So that's the first thing I do. After that, I'll cut out parts that maybe are not useful or that I don't like or whatever it is. And then I add visuals to it. Once I do that, um, I export it. Once I do that, <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and upload it to YouTube or um my podcast, I mean, sorry, my podcast, my uh, my RSS feed, which is Buzzsprout, shout out Buzzsprout. Um, once I do that, it's all about promotion now. So I create two Instagram posts um, on Canva. And then with those two Instagram posts, I make them into stories. And then I try to create roughly four TikToks. Um, and then on top of that, I also create the thumbnail. And then on top of that, I do story ads assets in the sense that um, on my story I promote that I have a new episode and all that so all those things in the beginning felt like a lot and now I can get that done within like two hours <laughs> and the reason why is because once you start creating those habits you're you're gonna be able to get it way faster and I feel like since I stuck to it and I was consistent and I created those habits early on I was able to do it with ease um, before it would take me maybe like <laughs> a week to do all those things i just listed and now it literally takes me maybe two hours um so that's just like a gist of how organization has helped me a lot personally so with my to-do list i break it down into different things so i have my podcast to-do list i have a website to-do list of what i need to do for that and then i have like an adulting to-do list that's what i have right here and then i have like a pending list of like the future things that i need to get done so it really all depends on how you personally process things the way i process things can be very different of how um you know other people process things i know some people prefer to have everything on their phone um google calendar and all this and that's great you know as long as you're finding a way to make sure that not everything that you need to do is all in your head because that's when things can get misconstrued you get dates that are mixed up and then you're like oh fuck like I just want to like give up because this is really overwhelming. Like take everything one day at a time and make sure that you can physically maybe see what you need to do, whether it's writing it on your notes or whatever it is, just make sure that you are consistent in the sense of like moving with intention, which is the next topic I want to get into. Look at that transition. Um, so the next thing I want to get to is intentions, moving with intention. I think this is so important. Um, so like in high school, I feel like I would wake up, obviously go to school and then come home from school. And it was just that like, you know, um, I feel like once I found my purpose and once I found like, OK, maybe I shouldn't just wake up and decide what I'm going to do, um, you know, when I wake up, I try to um, it started off planning um, my day before the following day so let's say like before i would go to sleep or the day before i would plan out what i needed to do for the next day and i felt like that helped me motivate myself to eventually plan for the week and eventually plan for the month so 
And this really did help me a lot to stay consistent because if I planned, let's say, two weeks ago to record this episode, like it was very stress free because I already knew all the things I needed to get this episode done two weeks ago. So those are like the little things that I would recommend is moving with intention. So an example is before you go to sleep tonight or if you're waking up in the morning, write what you need to do throughout that day. So then that way you can intentionally move with purpose and have a day that can actually mean something so that way for the future it can benefit whatever it is you know if your goal is to lose 10 pounds and you just wake up and you're just like oh i guess like i don't know what i'm gonna do like no have a, have a routine you know wake up workout juice or meal prep whatever it is you need to do just um anything to help you move with intention is what i'm trying to say and I think that's very important. There's not a single day that I go through that I just wake up and decide like, oh, I guess I'll just do this. Like, no, I feel like almost every single day I have is like kind of pre-planned. <laughs> and sometimes I don't get nothing done on my to-do list. And, you know, that's something that my therapist told me that that's totally OK. So one of the tactics my therapist showed me for time management, um, especially if you have like a lot of work that needs to get done and you feel very overwhelmed, um, is to set alarms for yourself. So an example is let's say I have a photo shoot to edit right i'll put an alarm for two hours and for those two hours i put my phone away i you know really really tune in for those two hours once the timer goes off i stop and i just move on to another task or i give myself a 20 minute break whatever gets done in those two hours is what gets done if nothing gets done in those two hours, you have to let it be. If, you know, everything gets done in those two hours, that is great. But you also have to let it be. Um, there's nothing more and nothing less than those two hours. So basically, it's training yourself to stay focused on that task for, you know, those two hours. Even if you don't get it done, it's just putting in that effort to get it done to try to get it done um so you do that along the day with different tasks and you also have to make sure that you time your breaks not necessarily time your breaks but like make time for a break it's not like you're gonna do two hours of editing and then like another three hours of this and another four like no 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 you have to make time you know to breathe take a break 15 minutes and then come back to it with a new task so then that way it's like a a palette refresher you know um so that's something that my therapist taught me that I thought I would share because I have done it a few times. Honestly, I stopped doing it because I low-key started realizing that I I do it subconsciously. Like um, sometimes I'll, I'll like be like, I'm going to work out from 10 to 12 and then like from 12 to 1, I have my therapy session. And then like from 1 to 3, I'm going to um, edit. And then, for, and then when I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, wait, like I'm basically kind of already trained myself to do so but if I do have a lot of work that like I feel really overwhelmed then I'll go ahead and set the alarm so then that way I don't drive myself crazy so that's a good tip so planning and organizing is a key thing when it comes to staying consistent and staying creative um and like I said you know it's okay if um 
you lack that motivation or you lack that creativity as long as you understand your why and as long as you keep it moving and you're trying every day to get closer to your goal then i think that's what matters at the end of the day um and the last thing i wanted to get into was multi being multi-passionate um i feel like i tend to get caught up in like i call it the american (laughs) i call it the american dream because uh i feel like we are raised to be one thing like oh in this life you can only be a firefighter or in this life you can only be a doctor and that's how you'll be successful and like i do not agree with that i feel like in life you have so many different things that you can be um, involved with or be passionate about. And I call that being multi-passionate. I call myself a multifaceted artist when people ask me like, oh, what is it that you do? I'm like, well, honestly, like I think I'm a multifaceted creator. You know, I art direct. I'm a model. I also have a podcast. I also do photography, like really anything you need. Like I got you when it comes to the world of creativity. That's the type of energy I bring to the table. And the way that I look at that is, um, you know, if you have a business, how do you expect to Um, be the CEO of a business and not go through every single position that that company has to offer. Um, That's, I feel like a very important way of thinking. I feel like a lot of people just expect like success um, kind of to be given to them in a way and like not go through the notions of like failure, not go through the notions of like, you know, the dirty jobs that you have to do in order to succeed. So For example, like, um, I feel like, let's say for me, I want to be eventually like maybe an art director for Vogue or a model for Vogue or just like, you know, a, a higher brand or a higher calling. Um, you know, I just want my name to be really out there. Right. That is my goal. How do I expect to art direct for Vogue or model for Vogue if I didn't model for a friend of mine or i didn't you know start off on fucking what is it called uh what is it called like pixel is it pixel like the fucking i don't know like just doing something small and then it leading up to something bigger i feel like you have to go through every single position in order to understand it and also um master it you know if you haven't been through every single position, I feel like you cannot be a master um, at that one thing. Um, for example, film. How do you expect to be a director if you didn't start as a PA? How do you expect to be a director if you didn't start as a DIT? How do you expect to be a fucking director if you don't even know how to edit? How do you expect to be a director if you know you can't write a script? Like, There's so many factors that you really have to study and go through. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to like every single step because you're only human and you're not going to fucking enjoy everything about film and everything about directing. Like, I don't expect you to do that or I don't expect anyone to do that, but it's more so understanding each role. So then that way you can be the best at it. 
um, because you understand every position. And I feel like that's how I view, you know, my career and my craft. Um, like, how do I expect a good photographer if I can't relate to the model and vice versa? How, how do I expect to be a good model if I can't relate to the photographer? Um, and I feel like that's what, uh, you know, takes me up a notch from, you know, being a photographer, being a model or whatever it is, because I understand those roles, both of them. So therefore I can really work with the light and, you know, whatever it is. So I'm just using myself as an example because that's what I have right now is myself. But, um, you know, think about it in that way. Whatever role it is that you're trying to endure, like be the best at, I feel like you really have to go through all of the roles. And um, going back to like the American dream of being one thing um i don't think that that is realistic i feel like all of us are passionate about different things and that's totally okay if you want to tap into those things and um this also taps into the consistency side of it because some days I feel like I want to model and some days I feel like I want to, you know, shoot my own vision and not be the model for it, like have direct someone else to be the model. And um, sometimes I want to edit a video and sometimes I don't want to edit a video. Sometimes I want to fucking produce music. Sometimes I want to sing like it really all depends on like what you really want to do that one day. I feel like sometimes I'll get bored of doing the same thing over and over again and I want to explore and try something new. So it's okay to be multi-passionate and I feel like that's a beautiful thing. And if anything, you have the fucking upper hand of being multi-passionate because you do it all. You know, it's not like you go like somewhere and be like, oh, I can't do that. Like, you know, no, you have the upper hand. Like, I can do this. You know, I feel like I'm, I become, I have pride in what I do and like being multi-passionate because on a set, I can be a grip on a set. I can be an actress on a set. I can be the videographer on a set. I can be the photographer. Like I feel like I have the upper hand in that because of putting myself in these situations of like, you know, trying it all out. So this is, this just sounds like I'm just like <laughs> gloating. Is that the word? Um, I just sound very big headed, but it is true. Like with whether, with whatever you do this, I feel like this podcast specifically is for creators, but with whatever it is you do, it's okay to be multi-passionate and it's okay to, you know, have a different interest another day, like for something else. Like that's, I feel, I feel, <laughs> I feel like that's totally normal. And, you know, like do what you feel is right in that moment um so yeah <laughs> with that being said i feel like um it's super achievable achievable is that even a word i don't know but it is very achievable to um be consistent and uh there's a lot of factors of being consistent con oh my god i can't fucking talk there is a lot of factors of being consistent and trying to be creative, but, you know, I feel like with this little cheat sheet I have presented to you, I feel like um, maybe it can make your life a little easier. So the main things that for me personally have worked when it comes to being consistent is one, not to be so hard on yourself. You know, we're all human. 
Two, planning and organizing um, not only important dates and things that you need to do as for work, but also making time for yourself and recharging those um, that is very important. And it's going to help you with um, your creativity and it's going to help you overall as an individual. Um, and also, you know, multi-passionate things like if you feel like one day you want to, I don't know, create or paint. And then the next day you want to, I don't know, try something different. Go with that gut feeling. It's totally okay. <laughs> and another thing um, is, oh my God. Did I say perfection already? I need an assistant. <laughs> but yeah, point is, um, <laughs> there's just like a lot of ways to remain consistent. And um, I'm sure you guys will find it. Just remember... Uh, oh, I think, did I say my why? Oh my God, this is so bad. Let me start over. Okay. <laughs> so with that being said, um, I feel like there's a lot of different ways to remain consistent and creative. Um, so let me bullet point back to everything that I listed. So one of them being, you know, you're not a perfectionist and uh, you're not, oh my God. <sighs> I'm getting hungry. I can tell. Anyways. So overall, it's 100% doable to be creative and consistent. So some of the things um, that can help you be creative and consistent. Oh, my God. Uh, so some of the things that can help you be creative and consistent is, one, understanding that you're not perfect. We all make mistakes and we all endure failure. You know, it's totally okay. Two, it's okay to start new. It's okay to start fresh. You know, scratch that project that maybe you were like, dwelling over it's been six months you still haven't worked on it scratch that shit and start from the beginning three planning and organizing that is very important especially for me bitch um but make sure to plan self-care days and plan days to recharge not everything in your planner has to be dedicated to work which is something that i catch myself doing a lot most of the time they're deadlines they're all these things and it's like nothing there of like self-care so i'm trying to work on that and then four, um, feeling it out, feeling what you want to do within that day that is going to feed your passion, which is basically being multi-passionate. And another thing is moving with intention. You know, you want to make sure that you are aware of what you need to do within that day to get one step closer to your goal, whatever that goal might be for you. Um, but yeah, Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode um, and I hope that it did help. I know some of the things were kind of repetitive, but I feel like these are the things that I personally tell myself and sorry if I use myself as an excuse a lot. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm going based on what I have experienced and my experiences and like whatever it is, but um, I hope that this also can uh, benefit the people who maybe aren't in the creative field but you know like still have things that they need to be consistent with so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed and i love you and have an amazing day and make sure to fucking subscribe interact with my post bitch because you know like i'm trying to like get some clout please <laughs> anyways yeah make sure you fucking subscribe to me and interact with me please and you know if you fucking with the energy like let me know any feedback as well you know am i talking too much am i burping too much you know 
Am I not showing enough titties? Because I definitely know I didn't today. Sad. <laughs> but anyways, I love you guys and have an amazing day. Bye.